Welcome one and all to the second NTT20 weekend quiz. George Ellick and Ali Maxwell bringing you the goodness. George and I are doing this via video chat, so it's almost like we're in the room together. George, how are you getting on? Yes, mate, I'm okay. Uh, I haven't left the four walls for a while that I'm in. I haven't tasted any food for a bit either, but... Except for that, I'm very well. Thank you very much. Well, let's hope that someone tastes success in this week's quiz. Uh, and after last week, which was our debut quiz, uh, we got a bit of feedback. We had some of our own feedback. Uh, we're not changing the format too much. There's going to be three rounds. It's going to be fairly quick fire. This should only take you 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes if you really want to think about it. Uh, and ultimately, we are reading out the questions today. And then on Sunday night at 7 p.m., Sunday, 7 p.m. UK time, we'll be going live on Instagram at NTT20pod for the answers and also to read out the leaderboard. Uh, we had a, a, a really worthy winner last week. Alex Butcher really did outdo himself. Uh, Greg Sykes came second, having basically left four <laughs> four questions blank, which I think he'll be regretting. But we really enjoyed doing it. We love doing the Insta Live. We'd really like some more entrants this week. So please do get involved. You can send us your answers at NTT20pod on Twitter. Send us a DM at NTT20pod on Instagram. You can send us a DM if you prefer or an email, ntt20.pod at gmail.com. I felt last week, George, like the email entries felt a bit more weighty, a bit more serious. A, se- a, seri- a more serious person, I think, sends an email. It's a, it's a more serious kind of medium of, of contact, I would say, emailers, um, because it takes time to do. You know, it's not flippant. I know. And in this era, George, of, of instant gratification, I think there's something to be said for an email, albeit uh, an electronic form of communication, but one that feels like the equivalent of a letter, perhaps, uh, in the olden days. Anyway, mm. uh, enough of that. Uh, it'd be cool as well to see your working. We, we enjoyed the different ways you guys wrote your answers down, some with a pen and paper, some in <laughs> Excel spreadsheets and various other ways. So be creative, have fun with it, and please send us a message because we are going stir crazy and we love hearing from you. George, take us away with the first round we're calling it efl mathematics yeah i'm I'm enjoying becoming people's least favorite maths teacher during this (laughs) quarantine period but efl mathematics it it is i took on some of the feedback from last week to make this not much easier quite hard to make this round easy but uh, a little bit maybe um more catering to the masses let's say so question one very easy this one (laughs) wickham wanderers home wins minus Wickham Wanderers away wins. That is Wickham home wins minus Wickham away win. Just to be clear, this is 1920 season and league home wins minus Correct. league away wins. Correct. And anyone who hasn't played this before, because obviously we're, we're hopefully getting new people here this time. What you do here is you take the numerical answer of each question and you do the mathematical sum that I say. So Wickham home wins Minus Wickham away wins. Question two. I like that you, you, you've dumbed it down to cater to the masses. You've also dumbed down your explanation of what maths actually is for the listeners. Correct. I got a couple <laughs> of private private DMs just saying, mate, to, to, I, I don't know what maths is. So that was really tough, that one. The lad who left four, four questions unanswered just didn't know what subtract and minus was. Uh, question two. The most number of matches played by any team in the championship, that is league matches, league championship matches, minus the fewest number of league championship matches played by any team in the division. So the most any team has played, minus by 
the least any team has played. League games in the Championship. Question three. I said that this round wouldn't be easy, but what about Ebere Eze? <laughs> Jesus. Eze goals, league goals, championship goals, plus Eze assists. This season, 1920, the one we're in the middle of right now. Ebere Eze, league goals, plus Ebere Eze, league assists. Question four. This one is a bit of an easier version of the Ivan Tony Owen Doyle question from last week. Alexander Mitrovic goals minus Ollie Watkins goals, both in the league, league goals that is, multiplied by Ollie Watkins' squad number minus Alexander Mitrovic's squad number. So what you should be doing there is two sums, Mitro league goals minus Watkins league goals, Watkins squad number minus Mitro squad number, and then times the two together. Sounds like three sums to me. That's confusing, Ali. I'm saying do two sums, do two sums to start with, right? Don't do it. Don't do it linearly. Okay. <laughs> Next week I've got a cracking algebra question as well, but we'll get there. Right. <laughs> five, five. Randell Williams's age times by pi. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Randell Williams's age minus his league assists this season. So Randell Williams. The Exeter wide player, if you need need a bit of a hint as to who he is, his age minus his league two assists. Mike Drop, I'm leaving. 3.1415. I think I can do four decimal places for Pi. You got any more for me? I think you might be wrong. Oh. Well, it's definitely 3.141. Yeah, I don't think it's a four after that, but it might I be. I said five. 3.1415. Okay, fine. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Nine two six five. <laughs> Just off the top of your head, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, that is the end of EFL mathematics. Not my favourite round, if I'm honest. Glad to put that one uh, behind us. Now for round two. This is my round this week, and I think we've all been playing quite a lot of Football Manager in isolation. I know I have. Uh, I know that George is at least considering it, and uh, I'm sure that plenty of listeners will too. So I used the excellent. EFL database on Football Manager, lovingly curated by Dean Gripton, who's a great friend of the podcast, head of EFL research for Football Manager. And I've picked out some questions based on what I can find out about various players on the EFL database. So you'll understand it, hopefully fairly straightforward. And if you don't play Football Manager, then I think this is still very much doable because it's still about the players that we talk about each week. It's still about EFL talent. The marks, uh, the attributes, I should say, are out of 20. So 20 out of 20 is about as good as you could be. Messi would have a lot of 20s, for example, one being the, the least. So you'll understand why I've mentioned that to start with. Question one, which Leeds player has 19 for aggression and 20 for bravery? Which Leeds player has 19 for aggression, which is almost the top mark you could get, and 20 for bravery, which is absolutely the top mark that you can get. Second question in round two, which League One club captain has 19 out of 20 for leadership, which is the highest rating in the whole EFL? No one has 19 or more apart from one player in the EFL, and it is a League One captain. Which player is that? Number three, According to Football Manager, uh, who is on the highest weekly wage in the entire EFL? Now, you right, you might roll your eyes at this, but remember what I said before. This database is put together with painstaking detail 
I've actually spoken to someone within a club who says that of all the resources that you can try and find to work out wages for football players, which are clearly not made public and there's a lot of misinformation about online, the FM is by no means perfect, but it's probably the closest to reality. So I'm putting my faith in the Football Manager database here, which player in the EFL is on the highest weekly wage. You can put what you think that is, according to FM, but I just want the player in the EFL on the highest weekly wage. Number four, which League One goalkeeper is the tallest player in the EFL at a colossal six foot nine? Which League One goalkeeper is six foot nine, the tallest player in the EFL? Question five, which championship attacking midfield player is the smallest player in the league? Which championship attacking midfield player is the smallest player in the league? Number six, which... I think I know that one. I think, exciting. I think you probably do. Which... Yeah. Question six. And now this is inspired by the fact that back in the day, um, there were a few players who were famously a centre-back and a striker. You had uh, Paul Warhurst, I think, uh, Doherty, uh, potentially Dion Dublin and Chris Sutton at different points as well. Um, and that was always something of a, of a I guess, a... It was a bit of a cult thing amongst uh, champ man players back in the day. So I wanted to see if there's anyone who can play centre-back and striker in the EFL. And there are two players. Now, one of them plays for Portsmouth. I want to know which Portsmouth player is considered an accomplished centre-back and a natural striker on Football Manager. Which Portsmouth player accomplished as a centre-back and natural as a striker? Uh, question six, which championship backup keeper has more than 130 international caps. Which championship backup keeper has more than 130 international caps? Which championship player has 53 international goals, which is the most in his nation's history? Which championship player has 53 international goals, the most in his nation's history? Penultimate question of the round, which League One striker has 19 for strength? 19 out of 20, which is more than anyone else in the EFL. Which League One striker has 19 for strength? And lastly, which championship schema has the highest ratings in the whole EFL for the following attributes? First touch, anticipation, composure, decisions, and vision. The highest ratings in the whole EFL for the following First touch, anticipation, composure, decisions, and vision. Now, that is the end of the FM round. And hopefully, it's been clear that even if you don't play the game, you should have a decent idea of what I'm asking you there. Now, for round three, the final round, we are mixing it up a little bit this week. And we're mixing it up in two ways. Firstly, because we have not written the questions. That has been done by last week's winner. But I'm not going to give any more details because we've also got a guest quiz master for round three. And that's basically because it's Friday. And what are we normally doing on Fridays or in a previous life? We'd be getting ready to sit on the sofa at Sky Sports with David Prutton, watch the championship game and then spout some nonsense for 10 to 15 minutes afterwards at 10.15. And so, in order to try and recreate that beautiful atmosphere that we love so much, we've got Prutz on the pod to read out the questions for round three. Uh, Prutz, we're both missing you a lot. I'm more so missing the Sky Canteen pasta. <laughs> I've, I'm, I haven't been able to recreate yet at home. 
it's i mean the, the ability to create food that beige i think has got to be (laughs) nothing other than a pro it's it's immense really Um, i think you are the only man that eats it in that kind of denomination as well obviously me and george sit there agog as you uh truffle away (laughs) perhaps you you see you you see like the good and the the good the bad and the ugly of sky sports coming through those those studios is anyone more of a diva than ali maxwell when it comes to making requests i, I, I think i love the way that the, there's a there's been a general acceptance and an air of comfort that is now permeates with your appearance it's very much <laughs> oh sound guy get my earpiece in this, should this mic be here can, can i sit here which should Stuart pierce look directly at me i just i, I think it, it's it's a welcome it's a welcome distract not distraction so it's just a change of change of gear in it in, in the way that uh, the friday evenings go i, I, I find it tremendous me, fun he once said to me if you act like you own the place one day you'll own the place and that seems to be the way that he uh he goes yeah out and business. i think that, that's a good way i mean you also get a lot of people that gossip about you when you're not there when you're like that <laughs> which obviously we're, we're all not privy to but i think i'll be honest you, you've taken to it like a duck to water and uh, like i said it's a welcome addition on a friday night and plus, plus, the good thing as well, it keeps the guests on the toes, doesn't it? When you two just pepper them with questions as they're trying to watch the football. <laughs> uh, that's been the worst minute of an NTT20 pod that I've ever had. <laughs> You've had worse. Come on. You've had worse. <laughs> Luckily, as the producer, I'm sure I can uh, just tinker with that to make it sound a little, yes. bit, uh, a little bit better for me. Um, David, let's get to the, the business end of this uh, brief and final appearance on the podcast. <laughs> yes, keep it boxed off. So this is obviously the, the third and final round provided by Alex Butcher, who conquered all before him last week. Welcome to you. Um, and thankfully, he's uh, given us something to work on, because otherwise I'd have been there scratching my head, <laughs> other, other, other than other than doing homeschooling. Um, Okie dokie. So simple enough. Actually, the stadium um, using its sponsored name, and you've got to tell us the original non-sponsored name of that specific stadium. For example... The Vitality Stadium down on the south coast is, of course, Dean Court. That's Bournemouth, for those who are <laughs> reg- regular listeners of the pod talking about a Premier League team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get cracking. I will list these for you. There won't be a big gap in between, because otherwise we'll all be alone with our thoughts. And my God, we've done enough of that for the last two weeks. <laughs> right, so here we go. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Altogether, and I shall start with the first one, which is the Cayenne Prince Foundation Stadium. That's the Cayenne Prince Foundation Stadium. So the proper name for it, the the name, if you will, on the plans, the bricks and mortar, wherever you'd find that. Obviously, we've got plenty of time to look up local records in council. <laughs> <aren't we? laughs> Number two is the Cherry Red Records Stadium. <sighs> Cherry Red Records Stadium. The third one is the Western Homes Stadium. That's the Western Homes Stadium. Number four is the Crown Oil Arena. That famous stadium. Yes, the Crown (laughs) Oil Arena, which for a minute I thought said area. Um, The uh, next one, number five, Utilita Energy Stadium. Utilita Energy Stadium. Number six is um, a very cool sounding stadium. Johnny Rocks, the Johnny Rocks Stadium. That's George's nickname on a Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, as the man uh, on the sofa with the biggest quiff every Friday night, I think Johnny Rocks (laughs) is probably you. 
Yeah, that's a very good point. That's very good. I need to grow that back, don't I? It gives us something to talk about. <laughs> um, Okie dokie. Number seven, the People's Pension Stadium. The People's Pension Stadium. That's up your street, perhaps, isn't it? I, I get where you. I get where you're going with that. You, you soft-skinned two minutes of makeup guys. <laughs> uh, number eight. Number eight is the Breyer Group Stadium or the Breyer Group. I'll go Breyer Group. Okay, and uh, number nine, the PTS Academy Stadium. PTS Academy Stadium and the 10th and final one of this final round sent in by Alex Butcher is the Wham Stadium the Wham Stadium uh, if, if if you two were to be collectively termed Wham who would be who I think I mean I'd, I'd like to be George myself I think given <laughs> it's my name and <laughs> that works and, you, and you've got all the talent I see I see where you're going with correct that. yeah <laughs> I wasn't going to say I let you say that well done guys well done i mean this has been a uh, an experiment that's backfired quite spectacularly um i think but uh david thank you for taking the time out of between uh giving geography lessons and history lessons and whatever else you've been doing um we uh we're very grateful for your time gents it's been a pleasure i miss you both dearly take care of each other and fingers crossed very soon we'll be sharing that for our night sofa how much would i pay now <laughs> to watch Hull 4, Swansea 4 from, uh, from just over a month ago. I think how much would we pay to watch Swansea nil, whoever, I think, was it QPR nil mm. on, the, on the Tuesday or the Wednesday? I think any, anything that involved uh, professional people booting a ball around that we could pull apart and, and wax lyrical about would do, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Well, cheers, perhaps We'll speak soon. Pleasure, fellas. Take it easy. Brilliant to finally get David Pratton on the NTT20 airwaves. Sky Sports is David Pratton. Heard a rumour that he used to play a bit as well, uh, <laughs> apparently, according to a couple of people. A few England under-21 under caps as well. Uh, but cheers, Pratt, for doing that. Absolute legend. Uh, and now, for the end of the quiz, because we want to avoid the awkward situation, which we just swerved last week, <laughs> of having two teams that are tied, two players that are tied, at the top. We want to avoid the bureaucratic nightmare that is currently the EFL. So we are going to introduce a tie-break question now that everybody has to answer. So even if you think you have no chance of winning, just stick a final question at the bottom. And that question is, how many goals have been scored in League One so far this season? Absolutely love a tiebreaker. How many goals scored in League One this season? That is a compulsory tiebreaker. Put that at the bottom of your quiz sheets. Hope you've enjoyed this week's quiz. I know I have. It's it's it was it was a fun idea from George uh, this time last week. The first quiz was very entertaining if slightly chaotic. The first Instagram live was exactly the same, entertaining and chaotic. It's going to be great fun on Sunday night, guys. 7 p.m. Just find yourself a 15-minute window. Uh, follow us at NTT20Pod on Instagram. We'll be going live. This week, we're going to be interacting much more with the comments that come in. I think we were a bit sort of um, rabbit in headlights last week for the first time, but we're going to smash it this week. We'll also make sure that the video gets put on our Instagram story. So if you can't make it at 7 p.m., uh, if it's bedtime for the kids or bedtime for you or whatever it is, um, then we'll make sure that the uh, that the live does get sort of saved and posted on the story so you can watch that back. Final reminder, get your answers in via DM at NTT20pod on Twitter, via DM at NTT20pod on Instagram, or via the old-fashioned method of email, ntt20.pod at gmail.com. Thanks for playing. We'll talk again on Sunday night.